You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. I'm also excited because this is the first time uh, we as a company are drilling in two established mining regions at the same time, right? With, you know, in camps that have huge potential. So not only does it show the depth and the range of, of Mike's team, right? But it also adds a whole other series of stock catalysts into the mix, right? We've, we've started everyone with um, aggressive growth at Eau Claire, right? And now we're going to be adding portfolio-wide discovery potential. So for me, that's very exciting. Thanks for tuning into Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. And in today's episode, we're going to be getting an update from Fury Goldmine, from its president and CEO, Mike Timmons, as well as the senior vice president of exploration, Michael Hendrickson. So gentlemen, welcome back onto the show. Mike, if we could start with you, it's been about two months since you gave us an update. Kind of bring us up to speed as to where the company has been, has developed in these last two months since we last spoke. Thank you, Bill. We're we're, uh, certainly happy to be here. We've been very busy at Eau Claire, uh, continuing to drill kind of the western extensions of the deposit, and we're, uh, we're pretty happy with what we've been seeing in the core. We have uh, assays pending on the hinge zone and the, and the west limb, um, huge potential in those areas really to add ounces within the r- original PEA footprint. Um, and I want to put a big thank you out to everyone for being patient. I know these assay delays are, uh, are frustrating, certainly to, to us as well. Um, we're over halfway through the first 50,000 meters at Eau Claire. It continues to really impress us, and it's the it's the geological potential of the immediate deposit trend that's really got us surprised the most, Bill. When you, when you see all the results that are going to be coming out, news out recently on Combay, right? So we're super excited to be going up into Nunavut this year. It's a targeted five thousand meter program, which Mike's uh, will talk about. Uh, we wanted to do a larger program, ten thousand, fifteen thousand, but with the COVID restrictions, we really couldn't get up there early enough. And so with a small window that we do have where we've prioritized and we're focused on our best regional target, which is the Raven Prospect. Excellent. Well, Michael, can you kind of remind us what the opportunity is at Committee Bay? Your, your chair, Ivan Bebek, calls this his favorite gold exploration project globally. Remind us what we have working up here before you outline the current drill program. Yeah, certainly. I mean, Com Bay is a 300-kilometer-long greenstone belt that we control entirely. Um, it's got high-grade uh, gold mineralization literally from one end to the other, and not only in rock samples, but also in, in drill core. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these things that uh, I, I firmly believe has a world-class deposit lurking underneath the, the glacial till, and our job is to, to unlock that and to find it. And every year that we go up, we get closer. You know, it's it's part of the exploration process. You know, for people who are coming into the story now, what they can see from us is that all the heavy lifting's been done. You know, like all the geology, all the geophysics, all the geochemistry belt wide, and that allows us to now target very efficiently, and allows us to go and do a you know a five a smaller five thousand meter drill program, but to have maximum impact, right? And so that's a that's a big part of the story here. And of course, at the same time as we're drilling, we're also grooming the next set of targets for 2022, right? To get back up there and to, to go for a bigger program and to drill. So this year's program, in my mind, uh, as Mike said, you know, we're a bit COVID restricted. You know, this is the program that launches us into a bigger program for the, the 2022 season. Did you use artificial intelligence in your targeting or what did you do differently than past programs up at Committee Bay? 
Well, this year I, I call it back to basics, right? Um, we're going to go drill the Raven prospect. Uh, and so the way I would frame it to people is as a such, let's say that, uh, you know, you're a, you're a junior mining executive and somebody comes to you with this property. It's eight kilometer long shear zone. There's 1.2 kilometers where there's bona fide gold in the ground exploration in rock samples and in drill core. And you're getting, you know, 100 gram meter intercepts in that drilling. And there's a grand total of seven holes into that thing and it's wide open. Would you take it? And, you know, for us, you know, and this comes across my desk all the time, I'd say 100% we'd take that. Let's go drill that thing. You know, we need to. It's got 31 grams. It's got 10 gram rock in it in drill core. And it's just sitting there. Um, the difference for us this year uh, in this is that the style of mineralization is different from what we've been targeting in the past. In the past, we've been targeting the classic banded iron formation style of deposit, which is three bluffs, which is Amaruk, Meadowbank, you know, the things that are very well known and that have very large geophysical signatures. In the case of Raven, it's in a shear zone. It's not a banded iron formation. It's a little more subtle in terms of its response geophysically. But at the same time, we just can't ignore the grades. We can't ignore that mineralization. Um, and so our job this year is to go drill for scale. You know, we're not going to snuggle up 25 meters away from historical drill, drill intercepts. We're going to step out 500 meters and see what happens. Because if we are successful in this and we've shown scale and we've got eight kilometers of this structure to, to, to continue to go after, that indeed could develop into a world-class deposit. So that's that's maybe, it's not different, except in the style of mineralization. Um, with respect to artificial intelligence, we have used artificial intelligence in a number of, uh, in a number of different uh, runs. You know, you have to put all your data in it and you got to run it, see what the results are. We've used it, we've drilled it in the past. Um, the geophysical signature, sadly, between altered comatiites, uh, which gives you nothing, and sulfidized banded iron formations is the, the machine can't differentiate yet. Uh, and that's why the geologist still has to come back in there and give it the geological in, input that, that is required. So the answer is yes, we use it uh, to narrow down areas of interest, but then the geo has to put the geo brain on it and, and really sort of develop the target. When uh, investors are looking at the results from the Raven prospect, what would be the type of results in terms of grade and meterage that you'd be looking for as the lead geologist? Well, I mean, I hope to drill more of the same. You know, I'd, I'd love to drill, uh, you know, three meters of an ounce. And I'd love to drill, uh, you know, I think it's uh, 7.5 meters of nearly 10 grams. You know, that's what, that's what we're out there to go do. High grade um, mineralization. What I really like about uh, Raven in particular, it's not all just in veins, you know, veins can come and go, right? I mean, everybody's going to chase veins and, 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 and so, so, so we should in this industry. But what I like about Raven is the mineralization is disseminated. You've got golden veins, but then you've got gold in the wall rock too. Uh, and so we view Raven uh, as a strong system. You know, it's got a lot of fluid that's gone through that. And, and so we feel that um, the geologic risk because of that sort of broad halo of disseminated mineralization is less than sort of a typical vein deposit. Mike Timmons, how does uh, Committee Bay fit into the overall portfolio? You got three main projects. You're primarily working at the Eau Claire project. How does Committee Bay fit in? That's a good question. Um, 
Eau Claire is a PEA level project, right? Where we're focused on the deposit trend and we're looking with our exploration over the next, you know, over the next 18 to 24 months to double or, or have or push it out to do a triple, right? And we're focused on that five kilometer deposit trend. Committee Bay is, is different, right? And while we do have a resource there at, at three bluffs, 1.25 million ounces at seven and a half grams, we're, we're focused on pure exploration. And as Mike said, you know, it's, you know, at Raven, basically. Eight kilometer by one kilometer shear zone of disseminated gold mineralization, um, the perfect setting for drilling out a large scale high grade gold deposits, right? So we build the fundamental value through growing Eau Claire. And Committee Bay really provides that exploration excitement as we hunt for, you know, large scale world class high grade gold deposits, which we know Nunavut can host. Excellent. And you know a little bit about Nunavut, right? With your previous work. Yeah. Uh, previous work with it with Agnico up there, certainly uh, with the acquisition of Melodine and all the building up there. Excellent. And uh, as investors look forward to the, let's say the next three months, getting us into the fall, what should they expect from Fury Gold Mines? I think the results are, it's, it's results uh, pretty much, Bill. Um, we have a lot of pending assays. So the hinge zone, West Limb are going to be coming out. And I think those are going to be big catalysts, uh, certainly as we go uh, throughout the summer. Um, and because we're going to continue to demonstrate, of course, the, uh, the growth potential of that project. Assuming, assuming continued success, we're likely to add another drill or two. You can expect us to go and park drills back on Snake Lake. So back to Snake Lake, I think, will be a theme that you're going to, that you're going to see from us. Um, the Eau Claire Summer Program is up the way, right? Developing eight new regional targets to the drill stage. Um, any one of those could be another discovery of a gold center. So all of that is exciting at every scale for Eau Claire. The commencement of drilling at Calm Bay, again, um, we can expect results from Raven. I think going at the end of the summer, going into, uh, going into conference season will be good. Another near-term catalyst for us is really going to be the kickoff of, uh, of drilling at Homestake uh, in, in September, right? Another tight focus program uh, following high-grade ore shoots, you know, three meters of 87 grams, a meter of 1.2 uh, kilo silver with some light conversion drilling at the silver zone. Right. So we're very excited with the summer programs. Uh, we're, gonna, we're going to be expecting a great deal of, of value to be coming into the share price as we show people all the good things that can happen when you're drilling for scale in the Arctic and chasing high-grade gold in BC's Golden Triangle. I'm also excited because this is the first time uh, we as a company are drilling in two established mining regions at the same time, right? With, you know, in camps that have huge potential. So not only does it show the depth and the range of, of Mike's team, Right, but it also adds a whole other series of stock catalysts into the mix. Right, we've we've started everyone with um, aggressive growth at Eau Claire. Right, and now we're going to be adding it portfolio wide discovery potential. So for me, that's very exciting. Mike, uh, Michael Henderson, anything you'd like to add there as we conclude? Oh, listen, I totally agree. I mean, the catalysts are that we're drilling. We're drilling for high grade mineralization on all three projects, basically. Right, and so. You know, we, what we want to do ultimately with our exploration drilling this year and, and the way we've designed our program and the, and the quality of the, of the drilling that we're doing is to have 2022 be a big year, you know, because we want to show, hey, these things are going to get bigger. It's Raven. Okay, Raven's got, it's got scale now. Homestake gets bigger. You know, we're doing great things at Eau Claire. Snake Lake's taking off, right? And so I think it's just, it's exactly that. The portfolio is just giving ourselves and, of course, our investors, you know, many chances to, to really realize the upside of, of, of what we're trying to achieve here. Excellent. Well, the website is furygoldmines.com. 
Ticker symbol is super simple, F-U-R-Y, Fury, on the big boards in New York or in Toronto. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on the show and providing an update. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.